0: And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hello, Be You family. For those of you who are new to Be You podcast, I'm Jill Herman. I am so happy to have you here with us. We have listeners all over the world. And who are we? We are women who are committed to loving ourselves, understanding that we don't really know yet who we are. So we're committed to finding the real us beneath all of the societal programming and the expectations and the limiting beliefs and the head trash and the wounds and the pain and the past experiences. Beyond all of that and through and under all of that, sifting through all of that to find the real us, we are women who believe that that highest version of us is accessible. And together we are committed to loving her and all of her, every part of her. When she goes into fear and competition and insecurity, or she lashes out, or she wants to be too much, or she's afraid of being too much. When she wants to play small, when she chooses to play small, when she gossips, when she disappoints people, when she hurts people, When she forgets who she is, all those parts of us, we're committed to loving and honoring every little bit of us while at the same time knowing that we are whole and beautiful and perfect as we are. That's who we are in BU. So in this podcast, you get personal development. I am a certified trauma-informed life coach with a heavy emphasis on somatics. I'm a former registered nurse. I'm a former online entrepreneur in the wellness space who built a multimillion dollar business. I'm someone who was a single, not just independent divorce mom, but a true single mom for about a year and a half. Uh, so I've gone through the d- divorce. I have remarried and blended families. I'm someone who has lived through addiction as someone who was married to someone who suffered from addiction. I am a survivor of a lot of childhood trauma, including molestation, rape, assault and battery, an abusive relationship in college. I say all that because some of you are very, very new. And it's important, I believe, I didn't even have any intention of saying this, to just tell you who I am and why I'm doing this. This podcast right now is not yet monetized. So I actually invest quite a bit of money every month in this. So everything I'm sharing with you is for your benefit and because I care. I get nothing from this. In fact, as I said, I invest a lot of money every month in this podcast. I do have the opportunity for this to make money. I just haven't felt called to do that yet. I want it to be really, really, really in alignment with my heart. I have a few products I love that I use and I recommend that I think I'll probably start sharing on here um, as sponsorship so that I can and maybe I won't be making bunny money, money, but I'll at least break even knowing that I deserve to make money from this podcast. But that's who I am. I'm a mother of three children I gave birth to and two children I have welcomed into my heart through marriage. So we have five kids. 23 down to 17, I'm also a grandmother, a Mimi, and I have a little baby boy grandson who is two years old named Rocco. And I'm someone who has invested so much time, energy, and a lot of money in my own growth before coming from a place of wounding and fixing myself and in the last year coming from a place of loving myself and learning about myself and healing things that were in control of my life that I did not know were in control of my life. And in the last year, I've done that through this, through this microphone, with you, inviting you on that journey with me, sharing things that have helped me, interviewing people who I admire, who've contributed to my growth, sharing every bit of my life with you, not in a place of, look at me, you need to know this, but look at this, it might be helpful to see or hear this. And I genuinely care about you. I may not know you, but I genuinely care. I really feel called that my calling in this life, and I'm just also waking up to this and warming up to this even recently, is to help women get out of a state of fear. And fear doesn't mean you're afraid, right? There's only fear and love. So fear is where every insecurity comes from every thought that doesn't serve you, every time you compare yourself, every time you live in your past, every time you live as a victim, every time you blame other people or you're searching for anything outside of yourself to heal you or make you better, I know that my calling is to help women get to where they can be, having no idea that it's just a journey back into themselves, into finding love, knowing that I'm still on the ride with you. So today, I want to invite you into the conversation. Remember, all learning is remembering. And growth means we cannot ever sit in self-righteousness, but we also can't sit in, I know I'm right. Right? There's, I know what I know. I know what I don't know. I know that I know that I am female. I know that I don't know how to speak Chinese. But what about what I don't know that I don't know? that's where the beauty is. That's where the magic is. So that's where this podcast lives. That's why you're attracted to this. This conversation, even though you like to swim in that pool, might feel, the water temperature might not feel good to you. The waters might feel a little rough. You might feel like you're in the deep end when you want to be in the shallow end. You might feel like you're in the shallow end when you want to be, you know, swim and laps. This conversation may not be comfortable to you. My invitation is to stay in it, lean into it. It doesn't mean I'm right and I'm going to tell you how to think. It means, what if you just sat with this and you just opened up to the conversation? So the conversation I'm inviting you to look at is that there are so many people in this world, including me, who for the last year and a half or so have been ridiculed, mocked, judged, blamed, laughed at, ostracized, even have had rights taken away from us because we were sharing information that now recently, all of a sudden, the politicians, big tech, the media are saying is new information. I just want you to sit with that for a minute. If you're not someone who's experienced that, or maybe you're someone who has been on the side of judgment, just imagine how that feels to be someone who's been treated this way for a year and a half, And no apology, no acknowledgement. It's just that now, everything that we were saying, and I say we collectively, many of you are in that we, who were censored, deplatformed from social media, blocked and banned from Twitter, called bad people, told by President Biden that we are un-American, that we are anti-American, that we're the cause of all the death and destruction. To have none of those people acknowledge or apologize or admit wrong, but to then take the same information that we were censored for and call it their own and say it's new information and act surprised when they deliver it. This is the biggest gaslight I have ever seen. This is so fascinating to me. So the conversation isn't really about that. Today, I want to talk about that and use this as an example, though, of how can you be an advocate? How can you be an activist without letting your it trigger all of your wounds to the point where you become obsessed? My wounds were triggered by all of this, and I became obsessed. And I think many of you are in that boat. Now I'm in a place where I can see it for what it is, and I'm fascinated by it, and I don't like it. and I still am at peace and I still know that everything is good and that everything is happening for the greatest good and it's all unfolding the way it needs to unfold. Anger is okay. I'm angry, but I'm not obsessed anymore. And I invite you to get to that place. If you're someone who isn't angered by this at all, look at that. Why Why are you not bothered by this? It's not because you're a, a Buddhist monk and you're just more at peace than us. Why do some people have blinders to this? Some people will say, well, they just have a different opinion. No, I'm talking about the people that won't even look at it, will not have the conversation. I have personal friends that I can barely even speak to anymore because I cannot be in relationship with someone who won't even have the conversation. Like they won't even look at it. And by the way, I'm very willing to look at and listen to opinions that don't match up with my belief. So this isn't just like confirmation bias on steroids. With many people though, it is. And and I love them still. I don't think I'm better than them. I, I'm sure I have huge, well, I know, I have huge blind spots in other areas of my life. I had a blind spot with this, as I told you. I became obsessed. I needed to be right. I had to prove things. I don't feel that way anymore. If you're someone, though, who has just sat back and you either see what's going on and you say nothing or you're not even willing to see what's going on because it goes against a few beliefs that you have, please look at that. That's an invitation to look at inner child wounding. Would you look at your child and tell them that if they see someone being bullied at school to just look the other way and walk away and say nothing? Or if they didn't realize that the bullying was happening and they truly didn't see it and they truly thought the bad guy was somebody else, but then they find out the truth and they say nothing, what would you say to your child? Hopefully you wouldn't shame them or admonish them just like I'm not with you. Those of you listening who have been in that position, I'm not shaming you. I have nothing but love for you. My invitation is to just pause and hear this. If you have a, did not see what was happening and now you're starting to see it and you say nothing, you are in the same boat as the people who have been perpetuating all of this, who have been bullying us, so to speak. And my invitation is for you to let go of ego and stand up and say something just like you said something when George Floyd died. Even if you just put the black square on social media, you did something. Not that that was enough, right? For any of us, but at least you tried. For those of you who are saying nothing, you might say, I don't like confrontation. I just want to be positive. I want to, I just want to stay in my lane. You get to do that. My invitation is to just look at why. Why not touch it at all? You get to. You're not a worse person for not doing it. My, my question for you is, why? Why is it important that I don't even touch on any of it? And it might be that you have other things that you feel passionate about, right? You have other causes. There are other things that are more important to you. And I honor that. For those of you who are doing that, though, because you're afraid of judgment or you're afraid of being wrong, this is for you. You're not the ones who have other causes. You're more passionate about. You're not activists in other areas and quiet here because you just don't have the energy to save the whole world. I'm talking about the people who you see what's going on and you're not really standing up for anything. You're too caught up in life to really, really take a stand for anything. My question is, are you taking a stand even for yourself? Probably not. If you're not loving yourself enough to take a stand for yourself, to have boundaries, for telling people no instead of yes, for telling people yes instead of saying no, for following your true north in your own heart, if you're not willing to do those things, you're probably not seeing what I'm seeing here. So maybe that's the way you win is to not talk about what's happening with COVID, but to learn to love yourself enough to start having boundaries and to speak up for yourself. And maybe next time you'll decide to speak up for us. Some of the things that we were saying in the past, and I say we, right, with a big, big we, right? I'm talking like huge thought leaders and scientists and people who have enormous platforms and then people like me and then people who aren't even on social media at all, who only talk to their friend, Sally. For those of us who have been saying for a year and a half, you know, there is a such thing as natural immunity. As a registered nurse, it baffled me when Instagram banned the hashtag natural immunity. Are you kidding me? There is a such thing as natural immunity. But they said it was anti-science. In fact, the media said things like a couple of CNN anchors. I'm just going to say, it. I'm not sorry. I have no respect for the news anchors on CNN. I just don't. Some people say, well, they're all awful. Well, they're all two wings of the same bird, but the people over at CNN are just spewing so much that is not true. While they're telling you that something like natural immunity is misinformation. They've been caught over and over again in lie after lie after lie. And so many people just don't even see it. So they were saying that natural immunity uh, was misinformation, and it was a conspiracy theory, okay? It's not a new concept. And now, guess what? What is the CDC? Isn't it funny how they're always on the same team, too? The CDC, right, Biden and his crew, and if you voted for him, I am not angry with you, and I'm not telling you that you're wrong. It's just a fact that Biden and his administration are sending the same message that CNN is sending, which is the same message— that Zuckerberg and you know Twitter and everyone else in those departments are sending. It's all the same message. You get a different message on a couple of other media outlets. When you listen to Joe Rogan, you get to see something else, but what happens? They tell you Joe Rogan's an idiot. Joe Rogan's a fool. They show you videos of Joe Rogan when he has COVID and they use a different color over the camera so that, I mean, have you seen the before and afters? The one that he actually shared, as opposed to what CNN shared, he looked like death in that one. They said that he's crazy, that he was telling people to take horse dewormer, which is not true. It's a blatant lie. That's why I don't. I would never listen to CNN for anything. But anyway, the CDC, CNN, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris—they're all saying the same thing. So after saying that natural immunity was a conspiracy theory and that it was not to be shared and that it needed to be banned and blocked because fact checkers show it as against our community standards, what are they saying now? Oh, wow, there's such thing as natural immunity. They're actually now endorsing it, but they're saying that it as if it's new information. For those of you like me who declined this vaccine, I didn't need the vaccine. I had COVID. I had the antibodies. And if you get a blood test and you measure those antibodies, my husband just got his done like last week and they're almost 700 and they were like, I don't know, in the 50s in the beginning. After a year and a half, it is stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And according to the study, the Israeli study back in November of 2020, I believe it was, could have been 2021, I don't remember, 2021, that Israeli study, that proved that people who had the virus had stronger immunity than those vaccinated. But guess what? That was hidden, swept under the carpet and snuffed out. And now, oh my goodness, you see them citing that study. The question is, why? Why do you think that suddenly now that's happening? Why do you think that now the NCAA in the United States is saying that if you've had COVID, you now are considered fully vaccinated? Now, it's a joke because they're saying that if you've had COVID in the last 90 days, right? It doesn't matter if it's 90 days or six months. You see what is happening with immunity with people who've had the infection. Their immunity gets stronger over time. The people who have had the vaccine, that's not the case. That's what science says. While you're saying we are anti-science, you are manipulating science. You're manipulating data. For those of us who were saying that the COVID death rate reported last year was grossly exaggerated and falsely misrepresented, and then we were banned, censored, blocked, mocked, laughed at, said that we were bad people, that we were liars, the CDC is now coming out And guess what? The talking heads are following, saying, guess what? Oh my goodness, wait a minute, what? Oh, so there's a difference between people who die of COVID and people who die with COVID, really? This is fascinating new information. Look at this new data because it's an ever-evolving virus and science is ever-evolving. When before, science is this, science is Fauci. When you say no to Fauci, you say no to science. Are you seeing this? It's unbelievable to me that I have personal friends who still believe this bullshit. And I know it's arrogant of me to say bullshit. Okay, I'll take that back. I'm fascinated that there are people in my life who are intelligent, educated, kind, loving people. I'm not fascinated that they have different opinions than me. Of course, we're always going to. I'm not right, you're not wrong. But when you look at data like this, hard facts, How can you not look at this and go, okay, shit, we were wrong. Admit it. Admit it. It's okay. I'm wrong every day, 25 times a day, but I fucking admit it. Why can so many people not bring themselves to say, okay, I apologize. I bought into what the talking heads were telling me. I bought into the narrative. I ate it, swallowed it. And then I told everybody else to do the same thing. And now I realize they're changing their opinion and their opinion now matches the opinion of all the people I was pointing the finger at. I'm sorry. I acknowledge. For all of you who were judged and trampled on, for talking about comorbidities, talking about the fact that, okay, these people have COVID and they're dying, but they're also extremely overweight. They're morbidly obese. They have diabetes. They have heart disease. They have underlying conditions. For all of you like me who were judged for that and said that that was anti-science, suddenly now the CDC is saying, well, you know, most people had four comorbidities while they got COVID. This is all playing into... Them trying to make this vaccine look good and them trying to manipulate all of us. For all of you who were called anti-vax, which by the way, why is that a bad thing? Stop making it a bad thing. If you have a friend who has chosen not to immunize her children and your children are immunized and your immunizations work, why do you care? Why do you care? Most mothers who are called anti-vaxxers have fully vaccinated children who either had a vaccine-injured child or their friend or family member did, or they just started educating themselves about the truth behind vaccines and behind the laws around vaccines and the money being made by vaccines and vaccine companies, and they just simply changed their mind. But now they're being labeled anti-vaxxers. I am so sick of that term. So first of all, in my opinion, it's not a bad thing to be an anti-vaxxer. But many of us aren't anti-vaxxers. We're actually just anti-mandate. We're anti-manipulating science and data. We're anti-lying to people. We're anti-greed. We're anti-Big Pharma making billions of dollars off of a vaccine that you're telling me to give my three-year-old child or my five-year-old child while hiding the fact that we don't know yet if it's safe against a disease, an illness, a virus, that they have less likelihood of dying from than they do from being bitten by a shark and struck by lightning at the same time. I mean, stop the madness. Mothers, do whatever you want to do. But my invitation is that if you have been the ones judged, I hear you and I see you. I see what's going on. You're not crazy. They are saying just what we were saying a year and a half ago and for the last year and a half and getting banned for and claiming it as their own thoughts and claiming that it's new information. You're right. You're not crazy. For those of you who judged, my invitation is to look at it and just own it and say, I fucked up. Sorry. Look, I'm human. Just say you're sorry. Just acknowledge it. You don't need to write it in blood. Just acknowledge it. Make a social media post and go, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm so grateful that I have friends like my friend, I won't name her name, who did vote for Biden and got the vaccine and now stopped and said, hold on a minute. I don't mind saying this. I'm not getting the booster. It's not helping people. People are still dying and people still are getting sick and you can still spread it. Let's go to that now. For those of us who talked about, who, who declined the vaccine, I went off on a tangent when I said we didn't need it, but there are people who who didn't have the infection. So they were candidates for the vaccine, but they just chose not to. They chose not to because they either don't trust the government. Oh, why don't they trust the government? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they're not wearing a tinfoil hat. Maybe they're just really informed. I spent 10 years lecturing in schools and all over North America about food. And I learned so much. And I used to talk about the FDA and the USDA and the truth behind that the dairy industry, and how much money they made from their Milk Does a Body Good campaign, even though the science showed that milk doesn't do a body good, all of the subsidizing of junk food and making it cheap and easy to access while making healthy organic food expensive. I mean, there's so much, so much, so much, so much, so much. The drugs that killed so many people that were FDA approved. The doctors were recommending that doctors had contracts with Big Pharma. This is truth. And they'd go out and lecture on drugs, sometimes even after finding out that the drug had been pulled and was killing people. I can't tell you how many medications I used to give in the hospital that were then recalled because they were killing people or giving them cancer or killing their liver or giving them other health conditions that were worse and life-threatening. So when you look at some people who chose not to take this vaccine, some of them like me didn't need it. And I will say that over and over again Stop judging me. I didn't need the vaccine. Why would I go get something I don't need? If your children had chickenpox, you would never go get an immunization for varicella zoster. Varicella zoster is chickenpox. You would never give your child the chickenpox vaccine if they've had chickenpox. But with COVID, it's different. You're a bad person if you don't do that. So those of us who didn't need it, those who don't trust the government, a lot of people of color who saw what the government did when they gave young black boys dangerous drugs and told them it was good for them to experiment on them. There were people who didn't take this vaccine because they just wanted to wait it out. They're a little nervous about it and they were listening to their intuition and they wanted to wait. But they were called anti-American and horrible people and this is a virus of the unvaccinated because they decided to wait. Meanwhile, science shows that even those who have the vaccine are still spreading the virus. We knew this from the beginning. It's not new information, but suddenly it's new. I have a friend who wouldn't show up to a group birthday dinner, her choice, and I honor it, and listen to this. Listen to the hypocrisy and the, the genuflecting and the politicizing of this. So we were gathering, and she said she couldn't come, but she said, I don't want to come because I don't want to bring the infection back to my husband who just had a heart attack. By the way, her husband is double vaccinated and boosted and then had a heart attack. I think there's a connection there. Maybe there isn't. There actually may not be. But there are people who are getting strokes and heart attacks. And if you really look at the science and you go back and you listen to the Joe Rogan episode, the recent episode where he interviewed that doctor. I can't think of his name. McAuliffe, maybe. I can't remember right now. He talked about why. There are two episodes where they talk about why. This isn't their opinion. It's the science of the way this vaccine works. It deposits in the ovaries. That's why women are having such issues with bleeding. If you've been vaccinated and your period is funky, yeah, that's why. It's depositing in the heart and people are getting strokes, blood clots, which can result in a number of things, but stroke, heart attack, et cetera. So anyway, this person's husband recently had a heart attack. Thank God he's okay. Very scary. But she didn't want to bring... The virus back to him. I get that. Respect it. But yet, she and her husband are going to work every day. She and her husband are going to work every day, but she can't go to dinner with us because we will make her sick. Do you know why? Because she knows that there are three of us who are not vaccinated. It is a political statement. Meanwhile, everyone at that table vaccinated can still give her the virus. And if she's vaccinated, she's still worried about getting it and giving it to her husband. This is the madness. But anyway. For those of you in that camp, I see you. For those of you who were calling us quacks and judging or being afraid, you're forgiven. No one's any better than you. We do it in other areas of our life. My invitation is to just look at it and pause and say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. So anyway, the whole issue of the number of deaths being grossly exaggerated and misrepresented, you know, people who literally, it says that imprint. You know, the CDC wrote this. At, at one point, it was on their website. I don't know if it still is. And ask anyone who's an actual health professional, a doctor practicing in a hospital, if someone dies from a motor vehicle accident and they have had COVID within, I, I believe it's 28 days, don't quote me on the number, but about 30 days, it's a COVID death. What the hell? How is that not dishonesty? How is that not manipulation? But we've been letting the slide for almost two years now no big deal, or they're lying, it's not true. CNN says that's not true. Joy Behar says it's not true. My favorite movie star says it's not true. They said mask up, vaccinate, and shut up. The truth is, if someone dies after the COVID vaccine, there's no connection, according to them. But if they die being struck by lightning, literally struck by lightning, and they test positive for COVID, COVID killed them. But guess what? Here's the fascinating thing. Now, suddenly, ironically, interestingly enough, the CDC is finally saying, oh, we have new information. It's an ever-evolving virus with ever-evolving science. Breaking news. Some people who we said died did not die of COVID. They died with COVID. And there is a distinction. Wow, that's fascinating information. Thank you so much, we say. And everyone pats them on the back and they go from show to show to show to show spewing this bullshit. Again, this isn't about me saying you should believe this opinion. That is a fact. It's indisputable. The number of COVID deaths was grossly manipulated and exaggerated. End of story, period. The jury's not out anymore. Done. The other fact is that the CDC and the president denied that. Fact. Jury's not out. Done. They've decided. Guilty fact. Now they're coming back and saying the opposite. That's a fact. They're all over the media saying the opposite now. So my invitation is that if you've been on the receiving end of all of this, give grace. Don't let this consume you. Go into your heart. Always go back to love and be an advocate and be vocal and stand in your truth, just like you take a stand for yourself. Stand for all of humanity without getting obsessed, without letting your anger take over. Breathe, right? Love yourself, surrender. We talk about this all the time. For those of you who right now are actively judging or ostracizing or mocking or buying into what CNN and and Joe Biden, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter whether you voted for him or not, it doesn't matter. This is not political for me. Trump, by the way, on the other side, is the one who crammed this vaccine down our throats. He's the one in his narcissism and his man-boy arrogance with his fake tan. He's the one who told us that it was safe and Project Warp Speed was a success because I said so. So please don't think that I'm saying this because I'm anti-left. That's not true. Trump started the bullshit. And then Biden took it and judged Trump for not doing it enough. All of the deaths were his fault, but now all of the deaths aren't Biden's fault. All of the lack of testing was Trump's fault, but yet no one can find a COVID test to save their life right now, but it's not Biden's fault. I mean, the hypocrisy is fascinating to me. So just know that I will dish it out to both sides. I am dishing it out to one side because they're the side that deserves it. The other side, they can they deserve all kind of dish on other things, but not with this, not with this. So if you are someone who has been on the side of buying into it and believing it, don't judge yourself. Give yourself grace. And if you were judging, if you were mocking people like me, give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. You have to. And consider owning it. And everyone else, do not go back and say, told you so. You should have apologized. No. Say, thank you. I see you. I love you. I appreciate you. President Joe Biden has done such a good job of dividing us, saying that this is a virus of the unvaccinated when those who are vaccinated can equally spread the virus. I can't remember her name, but there's a CNN female anchor with very, very short hair. It shouldn't matter if she is or she isn't, but she's very beautiful. And she has, she almost comes across like like an athlete to me. I can't think of her name because I don't watch CNN. But I've seen so much footage of her saying, it stops at you. When you are vaccinated, this virus literally stops. It cannot make you a host. And therefore, you cannot spread it. She has never come back and apologized. She's never come back and acknowledged spreading misinformation. She's never said, I'm wrong. I was wrong. Now, I believe it's because forces that are in control of her, right? Big, big, powerful forces won't let her, but she still could do it and lose her job. That would be very noble. And praise, praise, praise of Geraldo Rivera, who has been mocking and ridiculing and criticizing all of us who are unvaccinated for so long and being triple vaccinated. He just got COVID and he had the gumption. He had the courage. He had the integrity to go on Fox News. And I don't think they'll let him say it, by the way, on CNN. And no, it's not because I worship Fox News. It's just a fact. I don't think CNN would let him say it. I'll look to see if it's anywhere else. But I know on Fox News, he said, I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm eating crow here. I apologize. I have COVID now and I was so hard on everybody who wasn't vaccinated. And so I got it, which means I have spread it to other people because I didn't get the test for days. He traveled on an airplane, not knowing he had it. But he did the right thing and the honorable thing and said, I was wrong. We need more of that in this world. Yes, I got feisty. Yes, I got punchy. And I want you to hear me say, this is wrapped up in love. You could come right back at me on a different topic where I've been ignorant, naive, judgmental, arrogant, unkind, absolutely. I am sharing this because I feel like God told me to. I need to say you aren't crazy. This really is what's happening. And if you're only listening to CNN and you don't watch Fox News and you don't listen to Joe Rogan and you listen to BU, maybe this is the first time you heard some of this. Maybe this is the first time you heard about the COVID death rate being completely exaggerated. And now the CDC admitting it. Maybe this is the first time you heard that people who have had the vaccine can still spread this virus and have, and have gotten sick and have died. I know so many vaccinated people right now who are sick. I can't even count them. And now to be clear, if this is the nurse in me, I wanna say this. This vaccine was never designed to say that you'll never get the virus. That is not true. When people who are anti-vaccine or anti this vaccine or you know upset about COVID or they hate Biden, they'll try to say, oh, well, you still got sick. I guess it didn't work. It was never supposed to keep you from getting sick. I told you I'll always stand up for truth. The truth is the vaccine was created to reduce hospitalizations and death and the severity of symptoms. The problem is that the president and all of his talking heads, including the media, yes, CNN, and those in charge of fact-checking on social media, they decided to manipulate that, including Fauci, who knows better, who, by the way, has so much blood on his hands. Have you ever researched what he did to gay men In the AIDS crisis, thousands and thousands and thousands of deaths because of him, because of his greed and his arrogance. Please go research that. Go back and watch the movie with Matthew McConaughey. I can't think of what it's called. Anyway, enough about Fauci, not a fan. For those of you who are seeing that this information is new to you, I'm glad that you tuned in. I pray that this did not offend you in any way I truly pray that you see that this is coming from a place of love, not from self-righteousness. Knowing that if information changes and I need to eat crow, serve it up because I will. Many people who've been critical of this, you know, I will say on the other side, they're acting as if COVID isn't real. Yes, it's real. I got really, really sick a year and a half ago. I was miserable. It was awful. It's real. My husband had bilateral pneumonia as a result and he never gets sick. Both of my parents I had to take to the hospital. My, my mother will never be the same after COVID. At the same time, I have a family member who thinks she knows everything and she told her to go get the vaccine even though she'd already had COVID and she got it two weeks after getting COVID, which was dangerous. And I believe that's why my mother's cognition is so impaired, but we won't get into that. But I hope you hear that this is coming from love, with love, and I just care so much. And because of my trauma, Okay, what this triggers for me is injustice. No one stood up for me when I was a child, when I was violated, when things were going wrong and no one said anything. That's what's coming through now. And I know that. So my nervous system is not on alert right now. I'm not all worked up. I'm just a little punchy, but I'm so at peace. Like I can feel my heart right now. I'm calm. I'm still coming from a place of love and not from... Agitated reaction, even though it might sound like that, I'm truly not. I've processed a lot of feelings around this, so I know that my old wounds were triggered, and that's why I was so nonstop angry about this. But anyway, it's, you know, the people who acted like COVID wasn't real and it's just a sniffle, that's not okay. That's not true. There are healthy people who did get very sick with COVID. It's true. The last thing I will say is the origination of this virus, we were called nut jobs for suggesting that this was manufactured in a lab. And guess what? All of the information is pointing towards, I don't know that it's conclusive yet, but it's definitely pointing towards the fact that this was a result of -of gain-of-function testing in the Wuhan lab, which even though Anthony Fauci is gonna say over and over again, because he talks in circles, because in my opinion, he's a politician who acts like a scientist. He will talk in circles, just like politicians love to do. Every politician does. And if asked directly and pointedly, he will not admit that he funded gain of function testing at the Wuhan lab, but he did. So to me, it looks like that's where COVID came from. Do I know that for sure? No, but it definitely looks like that. Like I would say 90%, but people like me were called nut jobs for suggesting that. Because this came from some bat that was in some place in China and people ate the soup or whatever. And then it, no. So keep your eyes open and your heart open at the same time. Keep your eyes open and your heart open. If your heart is closed off, you will never see truth, even if your eyes are wide open. I love you all so much. It'll be interesting to see how this episode lands and how many people listen. Please share it far and wide. So we will be back to our regularly programming next week. But I really, really, really felt called to share this. And I felt called to acknowledge those of you who have been hurting so much and to send some love and a little bit of a kick in the butt to those of you who have unknowingly been causing the hurt. This episode is dedicated to both of you and all of us.